Everybody, welcome back to the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. We're making our way through the NASCAR Penny Series grid for 2021. We finally get, well, we get the other half of Rick Ware Racing. We got Andrew a couple weeks ago and he won. So I think it's about time that we had Alex Gannett on the show. Alex is here, uh, drives a 52 Moto Limite Dodge for Rick Ware Racing in conjunction with uh, DJ Kennington. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Thanks to you guys for having me. Well, we obviously, we want to tout the the uh, the good luck that drivers have had since coming on the podcast. It's, it's been, a, <laughs> been a bit of a, a surprise, but I was talking to Graydon before we started here. And one of the things that was really interesting was it's your first kind of full season back for a couple of years. And the consistency that you've had this year has been really quite remarkable for being away for so long what was the, do you have a reason as to why it is is it the cars is it the confidence is it just that uh you you're a good driver <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i've uh i've uh i've always had uh had like in my past i've never run like i've run the pinties once before the whole deal and uh, now is the second time that I really full time in a championship. So uh, I've always had to get quick, like get used to a track or a car quick because I'd run one offs here and there everywhere. So it's kind of been uh, I'm kind of used to getting used to getting used to the the, the, the track and car quick, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's been good. Uh, we've uh, we've had some consistent results. Uh, we're not exactly where we want to be right now uh, with the car, but we're. Uh, we went. Uh, we actually tested uh, this uh, this past week, and uh, I think uh, we found a few things on the car that should uh, help us for the triple header in Delaware. Yeah, that's going to be a grind. Uh, yeah. Three races in a row at Delaware, but you're sitting uh, P seven, but tied with Kevin Lacroix for P six in points. You're you're right there, and it's a it's a real scrum uh, in like in your where you guys are in the points that you can make up positions if somebody has a bad day uh you can capitalize pretty well i think right yeah exactly i mean we're we're uh i think it's me kevin uh the and and two other drivers there i'm not sure exactly the two other but we're like we're one point like p4 is only like one point away so uh yeah we're four guys really really tied there so it's all gonna depend on delaware you know if uh It'll be it'll be interesting, you know, especially for the, the for us those four guys. Uh, it's going to be uh, results are going to matter a lot because uh, we could easily finish fourth to third or eighth pretty uh, pretty easily there. It's going to make for some good entertainment, that's for sure. Because <laughs> man, you guys are going to be digging that whole all three of those races. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, the Friday race, I think uh, you know everybody's going to be probably you know getting their car. Uh, to final, like, you know, figuring some stuff out on their cars and being safe. But uh, I think the, mm-hmm. the Sunday races there, people are going to have an idea of where they're at and what they got to do, you know, to, to end up where they won in the championship. So that Sunday, uh, Sunday evening races uh, should be uh, fun. <laughs> yeah. it, they definitely will. And, and the one of the things that we 
really like about this series. And I think it, this season has been more evident than ever is the competition level has been amazing. We've had one repeat winner all season long, and it was in the mm. first two events. You have a lot of competition from your home province of Quebec in this series. I have to ask because there is so much competition, but is there, is there somebody that you look up to? Cause there's so many of them that are in this series, but is there one in particular that you gravitate to from Quebec that you, you know, you, you look to maybe for advice? Uh, I mean, it's uh, not so much like one person in particular, just more, uh, parts of each guy see a certain guys do certain things a certain way yeah. uh you know so it's just a bit of uh if i i mean i, I like lp is real good with like the championship mentality so you know him like that part i, I feel like i relate most with lp uh like our style is you know we're i'm always thinking about you know long term and like the decision making i make is often for for the long term you know in this in, in the championship and it's the one so i think for that part probably look up to LP on that decision-making part, uh, which I think I'm pretty similar to him in that regards our driving styles. And then, uh, you know, each guy has their own uh, sort of sort of thing uh, that I look up to, you know, tag with all his marketing stuff. He's just unbelievable with yeah. all that stuff. And he's an awesome, awesome race car driver. Of course, a lot of stuff to learn from him. And uh, Andrew, I really got to know uh, real good, uh, you know, in the past uh, this year. I mean, I, we've all been known each other, respected each other. Uh, you know, we we talked, uh, especially like that year I ran the whole deal. Uh, we had some really close calls uh, on on the road course, uh, especially at Icar. There, we had a good run. So we've always like talked, but nothing like this year. We I really got to know Andrew a lot more, and we get along really, really good. He snowmobiles, uh, same type of snowmobiling I do. We do like mountain and off road uh, stuff, and uh, so we get along really, really good. Me and Andrew, and then you know. DJ also, I uh, learned a bunch with being around him this year. You know, I've always got a good relationship with Andrew, uh, with uh, DJ, but um, I just got to know him a lot more this year. So, uh, so you know, no, no one in particular that I, 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 I like, I sort of look, just a bit of, uh, of every guy, you know, Kevin's got, uh, you know, he's, uh, he, he, he does a lot of good stuff too, you know, he's uh, got a couple of stuff to learn from him, you know, being, uh, He's real good on with a couple of uh, things that I like, and you know, a bunch of different guys. Uh, we do a bunch of different stuff that I that I look up to. I think that's a good, like as you said, you're taking bits of information that helps your game, if you will. That that's what makes you so adaptable, as you've said. Like you've you've run so many different race cars, but you're also um, as you talk snowmobiles and off road and that sort of thing you have the concept of speed and, 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 and balance in some cases and stuff like just the, what it takes to make a vehicle go fast. You're only in your mid twenties. You're not an old guy, but you've been doing this for a long time. So how did, when did you first get on something or in something? Yeah. Uh, like you said, that, that's, that's, uh, could that's you walk point, yet you know? or did they let you ride? Yeah. Something for <laughs> Straight on a dirt bike. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, you know, it, I think growing up being on a different kind of vehicle really helped, you know, the talent grow. Uh, it's just like, I've, uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty decent on a dirt bike. I'm, I'm decent. Like I, I, uh, I got a lot of experience in a lot of different things with engines. Thanks to, you know, my family, my, my dad, uh, my parents owned a power sport dealership. 
And uh, mm-hmm. I've always been on uh, dirt bikes, snowmobiling, doing jumps, doing wheelies, doing, uh, you know, and then all the karting. I got tons of experience in, in the karting. So for the road course stuff, that really helped. And uh, yeah, the first thing I got onto was probably, a, it was a dirt bike when I was like four or five with those two little wheels there on the side. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I got on those and then I started dirt bike racing for two years. Uh, my dad, my dad was always like made his career on, uh, on racing uh, on two wheels, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough out there, uh, you know, to, to make it on a, on a, on a, on a motorcycle is even tougher than making it on, on four wheels. And right. uh, it's the, the, the risk factor also is very different. Uh, my, my father, he, uh, he wasn't known for wrecking a lot compared to his other peers, but he's, he's banged up. You know, he's got screws, uh, in his bones. He's, uh, yeah. you know, he's had it, he's had it good, but it's, he's had people that had it way worse than him. A lot of his friends are some of them even passed and stuff like that. So he, he didn't necessarily want me to go that route. So, uh, we went, uh, karting instead of dirt bike racing when I was about mm-hmm. eight and then uh, did that for a while. And then I hopped in the stock car stuff, uh, about at 16, 17 years old, I hopped into stock car stuff. So that was cool. Well, nice. you, it's, it's, we've kind of got that in common in a way. So my dad was a firefighter for 30 years and I always kind of wondered if he'd be okay when he was at work. Well, this is a little bit different where if you're what you're actually watching, you know, your, your dad compete or, or, you know, as a, as a son of a competitor in a dirt bike race, do you because I watch those MotoGP races, I watched it and I can't stand watching because I'm always afraid that somebody's gonna <laughs> topple over and, and really get those guys go go flying right when they have an accident. Yeah. So, what was that experience like as a kid seeing like your dad race in, in those type of situations? Like, I would imagine be a little bit, <laughs> a little bit terrifying, or did you have the feeling of no, no, I want to do that? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, uh, his career, like uh, when I, I was really, really young, when he was still uh, racing the uh, superbike stuff. So I, I don't have that many memories, but he raced like uh, some a bit of Grand Am stuff and uh, more like uh, he raced late models also a little bit. And uh, so I've seen him more. The memories I have is more, uh, you know, uh, on a on a either on a stock car or like a road course car, like Grand Am touring style car. So I wasn't too worried about it, you know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't too worried about it. Uh, I got confidence in him, so it was uh, it was always good. That's great to hear. I mean, Grand Am, first off, uh, sports car, right? So it seems again that we have a common theme with a lot of people within the Penny Series is that there's a there's a lot of background in in sports cars. Now, where do you find your road course racing is compared to your oval track racing? Do you feel that they're on the same level or? Is there one that you think you need to improve on? Yeah, I mean, uh, the guys have gotten so good. Like, the guys always been good on roll courses. But I feel like the program now has just gone to another level compared to when I was racing back uh, in 2013 or 14. Uh, I feel Mm -hmm. like everybody stepped up their game. Like, not just the driving-wise. Obviously, they've always been good. But, uh, you know, especially in the Pinty Series, having so many roll courses, even – oval guys are you know are roll course guys now they've just had so much experience on it so uh i feel for me like i feel like i want to say i'm better on a roll course because i've always like performed better than way better than stock car guys on roll courses but in the pinty series it's so competitive and these guys have been doing it for so long that um it's tough on on both but 
It's uh, I like both. You know, I think uh, I really, really like oval racing. It's the, uh, especially this year. I realized it. You know, I've uh, I've always loved the road course, loved the oval, but I'm really I was thinking about it recently. Actually, you know, I I kind of was sort of trademark uh, a road course racer because of all the karting experience I had. You know, I ran the the truck race there in uh, at CTMP mm-hmm. uh, in 2014 or something like that. Beautiful sport tech uh, truck. Yeah, yeah love yeah. that and, truck. Yeah, and I mean, I was uh, I was flying. You know, the equipment was uh, you know Mario Gossen works mm-hmm. uh, works really hard on his cars, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was by no means you know a top a top uh, just budget wise. You know, not because he's not able. It's just the budget. You know, was not a top car, but we ended up fourth fastest in practice, and uh, and then we were running eighth at at the end there the race before the motor blew. So, um, you know, I was kind of trademarked a, a road course racer because of all the karting experience I had. But then again. I've got awesome results on the, the the oval stuff, and I really enjoy oval as much as I like the road courses. So it's uh, I'd say fifty fifty. <laughs> I thought I, it probably used if you would ask me a few years back, it would probably would have said uh, road course. I like road courses a bit more. I think I'm a bit better on road courses, but especially in the Pinty series now, I'm, the guys have gotten you know so much experience uh, on road course racing that I'd say it's probably even. Man, you showed you definitely can hold your own on it. I mean, you're as you said when when you first heard your name i i would think road course guy but man watching you on these ovals this year you're right in the mix with all these guys as you said like lp and the quad like those guys are are pretty pretty badass on the ovals uh you've also been uh you've gotten your feet wet down in the united states too uh mentioning mario goslin what was that like in your uh archer experience and and trucks and xfinity yeah, I mean, uh, Mario's taught me a lot. Uh, I raced uh, the first real like racing I did with him was uh, really like uh, like super late model stuff and mostly pro mm-hmm. late model actually. But uh, Mario taught me a certain uh, you know, I, I he's probably one of my favorite guys to work with. We get along really really good, and uh, he taught me a lot about oval racing. And the way I drive is similar to the way he. Uh, we were just talking about it recently with DJ because we were figuring some stuff out uh, on the car to adapt it to my driving style. And, uh, you know, we, I talk with Mario also, and it's, you know, it's similar to the way he taught me to race. Like those cars is like, it hasn't changed. I've been doing the same kind of, uh, philosophy of, uh, oval racing. If you want the way I attack a, an oval, uh, an oval, uh, you know what race. you like. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, yeah. There's, there's a nice clue here to my next question that Graydon has on his shirt. We, we have a, a really good relationship with the Ontario Sportsman Series team, Herniac Hall Motorsports, and they had uh, we got to chat with them at Flambro, and and uh, Mike and Mark are some of our favorite people in racing. And Mike, Mike Jr. Mike, Mike and Mark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all, of, all of them in there. And they had nothing but uh, great things to say about you and your experience. Yeah. But let's talk about um, getting to run in the Ontario Sportsman Series at Flamborough. Yeah, that was awesome. And such a great bunch of people. And uh, honestly, I've uh, I had a ton of fun with like everyone around their family. I'm not too sure about all the names exactly, yeah. but the, I think the whole family, the friends were there. Everybody was there. And uh, me and my parents were talking about it after the, the race. You know, what a great bunch of people. So much fun to work with. Uh, everybody was so nice. You know, uh, I got along really good with everyone. Uh, hopefully, uh, this weekend, they'll be in Delaware. I'm going to hang out with them for sure. I had a blast. And, uh, yeah, the car was great. We had a great run. 
Um, you know, if it wasn't for a green flag run for the whole 50 lap, I probably would have won that race. But uh, I was real happy, you know, uh, turned a few practice laps and then just hopped in the race, green flag, ended up P2. Uh, it was a, it was a good time and everybody was so nice and helpful. And it, uh, it, was, a, it was a really good time. Did you find that that series, um, obviously the cars are very similar. They're old cast car, old Pinty's cars. Um, did that extra track time help? I know it kind of, your, your start at Flamborough didn't really go that great. Um, we saw it right away and we were, we were pretty bummed, but um, did it help being getting that extra seat time? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it did. You know, it just has a lot less like horsepower, but uh, it's, it's mm -hmm. fairly similar cars. And uh, yeah, I think, it, I mean, yeah, the big difference was the next morning when, as soon as I hopped in the track, I was real confident. The car just at Delaware, at, uh, at Flambro or Pinty's uh, car was just really not where we needed it to be. Um, and it, which is, I, you know, I was really like, I think something that helped uh, running the race before is I knew where the car should have been and it wasn't. So uh, we mm -hmm. made a few changes. Uh, I think it would have been way better for the second run if we would have, if it hadn't got rained out that second race. I think we would have got way better because, uh, yeah, the car just really wasn't where we wanted it to be. But, uh, yeah, I think it, it really helped, you know, just for the, especially hopping in practice, knowing, you know, having a feel for the track right away, especially with the short practice time, you know, you don't really have the time to get a feel for the track and the car. So, uh, I think it just really helped me knowing, you know, what the car needed to do right away in practice since I already knew the track. I think for that reason, as you just said, because we're, I know we were all talking about it in the stands. It's a shame that that second race didn't happen because the first one was intense and pretty awesome as it was that the second one probably would have been a burn burner. I hope that it stays on the Pinty uh, schedule for 2022 because I'd really love to see I'd love to see the double header concept go there again. What do you think? Yeah, for sure, man. I was uh, I was just thinking about that this week. You know, I think it just makes a lot of sense for the double headers. It's great for the fans splitting those races. You know, sometimes doing two 125 lap races instead of one 250. Mm -hmm. You know, for the teams for the budget, it's awesome, and uh, for the fans, it's even better. You know, you get to see two races in one night. So it's action packed the whole way. I, I really enjoy the doubleheader weekend and I hope they'll, uh, and it, it makes you, you know, it's two races, but you got to be sort of like, you have to be careful on the first one. So it makes guys, you know, think differently. Sometimes really aggressive guys sort of have to calm down and then they could get real aggressive in the second one. So I really hope they'll keep the doubleheader weekend format uh, going. You summed it up perfectly. That's my opinion too. I think in a, Otherwise short race, I mean, you may have a pit stop or something in a 250 lap or changing tires or whatever, but it's a, a whole element of strategy with the double header race that otherwise wouldn't exist. Uh, get all you can, but be cautiously aggressive, I guess is the right way to describe it for the first race. And then it, it builds the tension to, to all of us in the stands watching you guys get all you can but sort of tiptoe it and then that second race i know would have been awesome but uh we're gonna see this triple header at delaware and it's gonna be something awesome i'm sure for sure yeah yeah and that's one of the things that we can definitely say that you kind of had to overcome was that adversity right off the start at flamborough and you guys kept battling but it was crazy because we've talked about this we haven't seen a year like this in, in a long time where you, the car counts have been great, but the atrocity in terms of the amount of mechanical failures, the amount of 
um, just flat tires that even at, at Flambro. So just freak things, yeah. Freak things that we wouldn't typically see. And it seems like it would, it, it's pretty much avoided you this year because uh, DJ and Andrew have both had like mechanical problems in multiple races. And it just seems to have um, decided that you're, you're okay. <laughs> you, you Touch know, some you, wood right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knock on my head. <laughs> <laughs> but we head to now a triple header. As you said, this is the end of the season. So people are going to be gunning for wins. You mm-hmm. obviously got two teammates that potentially ahead of you in the championship. You got yourself there. I know you want to win. How crazy are you expecting things to be in the on the Sunday races? Yeah, I think I think it'll depend on the Friday race, uh, seeing like where the guys are going to calculate points and see where they're at and figure out who they need to beat. And uh, I think it'll get pretty crazy, like you said on the on the Sunday race, you know. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we uh, we made some. Uh, we went tested uh, for the first time this season. Uh, we've been the season's been you know pretty packed, and we haven't mm-hmm. had the time to go test it, unfortunately. And it was a last minute deal, so uh, you know figuring out stuff before the season was kind of not a possibility since it was so late put together. Um, so we went tested for the first time, uh, DJ at the. At Delaware, so we figured out some good stuff on the car. I really think uh, like our program hasn't been where we want it to be, and I think it will. Uh, I think it will have a really good run at Delaware, and I really like the track. Uh, like uh, that that sizing of a track to me. To mm-hmm. me, Delaware is a real nice oval. You know, that's an oval track that I really like. Good size. You know, you got uh, pretty good turns, banked, uh, good straightaways. It's really bumpy though. Like I was surprised the first uh, the first few laps on it. I raced there once, but it was like so long ago. I don't really recall. It's so much, but uh, it was a, uh, it was a real bumpy ride. But I really enjoy the track. It's really my kind of track. Do the bumps affect um, where you're going to run? Like people are going to be gunning for the smooth spots, right? Not necessarily that's the traditional fast way around, but uh, that's going to make for some pretty crazy racing, I would think, right? Yeah, for sure. The the, the track's real bumpy. You know, it's going to upset some cars sometimes, especially when two mm-hmm. guys are fighting. And one guy's on the outside or the inside, and he's not necessarily he's not hitting his marks where he usually is. So he's mm-hmm. uh, it'll uh, it'll make uh, it'll make for some good racing for sure. I think they're talking about repaving it next year, so that's that's oh be wow. Final. So yeah, <laughs> interesting to hear, um, Alex. We 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 want to take the time to thank you for coming on um, the podcast with us and allow you to, to shout out your sponsors because they're the ones that get you to the racetrack every week and anybody that you else, uh, that, that helps you uh, get to get to uh, put on a show for all of us fans. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me guys. And yeah, I'd like to thank, uh, you know, Moto Limite, uh, DLGL, Ducati Montreal, uh, Rick Ware Racing, uh, my whole team uh, behind me. I'd like to thank Rick, but also, uh, DJ Kennington and the whole uh, and the whole team and the Rick Ware Racing guys also everyone that's been uh, putting this together and uh, you guys for having me on also and uh, just all the fans that come out every every weekend and everybody who tunes in uh, it's really awesome. Well, it felt a little bit strange not going to a race this weekend because we've been on a pretty good tear lately. But uh, we'll see you this weekend and uh, my boys, thank you and and, uh, and I thank you for coming on with us, bud. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys, and uh, maybe we'll get uh, we'll get a sticker on the car here for some good luck. There we go. There <laughs> we go. That's how we want to end it. Thank you, so much, Alex Gannett. We'll catch you all real soon on the next episode of Stickers and Scuffs.